Hello and welcome to Shepherd's Fold Ministries. I'm Brent Van Hook, your host for this encouragement podcast. We want to come alongside ministers, pastors, church staff, missionaries, and more who are doing the work of Jesus Christ and bring encouragement to you today. So thanks for listening in. Today I have a special guest. It's Jonathan Hutchinson. Jonathan, thank you for being our guest today. You're quite welcome. Well, we're, uh, it's our pleasure too, Jonathan. I've been looking forward to this time. So thank you for joining us. Hey, uh, for our listeners, will you give us just a quick overview of uh, who you are and, and what you do? Sure thing. Um, I am a retired uh, member of the clergy of the United Methodist Church. Um, I spent uh, uh, 20 years in the United Methodist Church. And as, as you may know, they're well known for uh, itineracy. You move around a lot. So in that 20 years, I served four churches, um, uh, all within this, the state of Illinois. Um, had a wonderful experience. Uh, this is the last thing that I thought I would be doing uh, in my life. My father was a pastor, and I never expected I would end up here. I did everything I could to get, get away from God, and, well, he won. Uh, God, God is a very persistent uh, being. Um, so I had a wonderful uh, opportunity to be in, in ministry uh in the United Methodist Church, as I said, uh, as, a, as a senior uh, pastor and a solo pastor, as well as part of a larger uh, larger staff. Um, uh, at the end of those, those 20 years, I, um, I really wasn't ready to retire, but I, I had some issues that I needed to deal with. So uh, I've been looking for ways to continue to serve God and God's people uh, without necessarily being active every Sunday uh, in the pulpit. Uh, I, I do do Bible study. I teach two, two Bible study classes. Uh, I'm, uh, I, I have a blog. I, have, I write articles. I'm doing some other kinds of creative writing. Uh, and uh, um, I'm finding ways to keep in contact with people. Um, I'm trained as a, a counselor also, so I'm doing some personal counseling. And, and occasionally I help out with some of the visitation. Um, I uh, you know, God's call is God's call, and you don't walk—you don't walk away from that. So that's where I come from right now. You know what, uh, Jonathan? As I talk to you, and in fact, we've had a little bit of our own private conversation even before the recording of the podcast. Just the inspiration I have of your commitment to your calling and your willingness to find creative avenues to continue to make a godly impact. So. I want to commend you for that and uh, throw a little gas on that spark and uh, say, keep going because that's your, you are an inspiration. Well, uh, we want to intentionally be a, a source of inspiration today to listeners in particular related to encouragement. And so, Jonathan, I'm going to raise a few questions and then unlike your insights regarding these. So let's begin with this one. Why are ministers important? What comes to mind when I raise that question? That's a great question, actually. Um, um, it's a pretty basic question, but it's a really, really, really good question because it is basic. Mm -hmm. um, what does a minister do or what is a minister? Well, I, I frame that in, in terms of, well, what does a minister do or who is, is, who is a minister that no one else is or that no one else does? Yeah. We, all know, we all know what doctors do and what lawyers do and what teachers do and what first responders do. But what does a minister do that nobody else can do? 
Mm-hmm. I, I heard one of the other podcast folks say, you know, first you really need to know what the church does, not that, that no other organization does. Well, so what does a pastor do that no one else does? Well, I looked, uh, I looked to the scripture kind of for this, and, and this is the way I, I see it. Just as the prophets in the Old Testament and the New Testament communicated messages directing people to paths of righteousness, for lack of a better way of looking at it, mm-hmm. I believe that pastors and ministers are called by God to offer that same communication and guidance to their communities, to offer new ways of living according to God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit to act as prophets, to, mm. to act as, as, as agitators. Our importance and function as pastors is tied to our believability and the congruence between what we preach and who we are and how we witness the good news to often skeptical people who are wary of religion and sometimes weary of religion uh, and who have been wounded by religion in some cases. You know, I think about uh, uh, the message of Philippians 4.8, and I'm sorry, uh, I, I, I use scripture just because I believe that's, that's what I've got to get back to every <laughs> once in a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and everyone knows this one, I believe, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right and pure and lovely and admirable, if anything is excellent or, or praiseworthy, think about those things. Well, that's advice for ministers, and the message ministers ought to share with everybody they meet, everyone they see. That's our job, is, is to, to, to think about the things that are true and honorable and right and decent and just, and to, and to offer that as an, an, an antidote, antidote excuse me, yeah, right. for, for the world that, that we're, we're in, this crazy world that just keeps getting nuttier, actually. Uh, and, and, and we have the opportunity to bring such, such a good, uh, such good news to, to people that are, that are looking for something. I, I think ministers are important too, because we're living messengers of the good news of Jesus Christ and, and how that brings peace and wisdom. That's not always easy to understand or trust or believe. Our job is to help make Jesus believable worthy of our trust and accessible in all the moments our church members experience, whether it's good, bad, challenging, confusing. Our job is just to make Jesus and the good news an acceptable option for solving everyday problems. See, I think ministers are to advocate for a life lived following the teaching and example of Jesus. And as part of that advocacy, it's helping folks hear the word of God, study the word of God, experience the word of God, and allow the word of God to stimulate conversation and discovery in and among members of church communities. I'm, I'm a real fan of pastors leading lots of small groups uh, as a way of extending uh, uh, their, their, their uh, effect in, from the pulpit, and also is getting to know their church members a lot better, too. Um, I think I think that's one, my, my personal preference was to work through small groups uh, as a pastor. I, I think ministers are to be an example of another way of living and relating to one another and to our triune God. I think we can embody what a, 
good relationship is between ourselves and God, what that looks like, a life of prayer, a life of meditation, a life of studying the word. Um, you see, in, in my denomination, United Methodist Church, to be ordained as a pastor, there are various educational prerequisites, lots of testing of that knowledge, and being in ministry that bears fruit, uh, making new disciples, new mission, uh, acts of mercy and justice. A candidate for ordination has to be able to express his or her call from God and his or her joy in experiencing new life in Jesus and the good news. And to me, that's the most important thing. When I, when I was on those boards that interviewed candidates for ministry, uh -huh. I'd ask two questions. Tell me what difference Jesus has made in your life and what's the joy and the good news? Uh -huh. and, and if they couldn't answer those two questions, I think they had to choose, they ought to choose something else. Uh -huh. but, but to me, and, and again, I'm going to go to scripture here just for a quick second. Uh -huh. I believe that ministers are to guide folks to live a life of Galatians 5.22. You know, the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It says there is no law against such things. Ministers are important because we alone dedicate our lives to offering all we meet this opportunity to find new life, new being, new, new service following Jesus so that the world may know a peace that passes all understanding. That's why we're important. That's what we were called to do. And that's what we do. Yes, yes, that is right. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to part A of my interview with Jonathan Hutchinson. Tune in for part B on the next episode and hear the full interview with him.